Well, hello. Thanks so much for joining the Women in Faith podcast. I'm Stephanie Schwartz, the host of Women in Faith, and we're here to help women trust and obey God by knowing and applying His Word. Uh, I have here with me today my good friend, Ashley Corrado. Um, Ashley, can you tell me uh, just a little bit about you and maybe about your family? Uh, yeah, I, um, I've been married for 16 years to my husband, Larry. We met in college, and we have three boys, age 13, 9, and 5. Wow. So we're busy with that. Yes. Uh, we don't have any extended family here, so it is just us. Oh, wow. Um, but we just enjoy doing a lot of things outdoors. We uh, dirt bike. We uh, hike and camp a lot, and we love to go sailing. That's oh, like our wow. big thing. How yeah. fun. Yeah. So you do a lot of boy things. I do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I'm one of three girls, so oh, it's kind wow. of interesting that I yeah. have three boys. <laughs> that is so fun. Yeah. Well, uh, the reason I have Ashley here with me today is she just mm-hmm. um, taught at one of our Navigating Motherhood sessions, and uh, she taught us uh, about being your husband's best friend. Mm-hmm. And as she was teaching, I was thinking, wow, this would be really great to kind of tackle in a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's just such an important topic, that need for us to be best friends with our husbands, to prioritize that relationship. So um, we're going to divide this into three episodes. And the first one that we're going to tackle right now is, you know, why? Why should our marriage, our relationship with our husband, be that priority relationship? And uh, before we talk to Ashley, I just want to begin by reading from the book of Genesis, uh, this verse that kind of sets the stage for marriage, so to speak, uh, Genesis 2, verses 20 to 24, uh, talking about God and his creation of man. And he says in verse 20, the man gave names to all livestock and to the birds of the heavens and to every beast of the field. But for Adam, there was not found a helper fit for him. Uh, goes on, so the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man, and while he slept, took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. And then the man said, this at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Uh, Verse 24, therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Uh, Ashley, Mm -hmm. I just want to start by asking you, um, how does this passage kind of direct us or get us to begin to think about the fact that that marriage relationship, our relationship with our husband should be our priority relationship? Well, I mean, like you just read, um, God said it was not good that man shall be alone. Mm. He wanted this companionship and this relationship. And then that passage kind of rounds it out in verse 24 when it talks about how a man shall leave his father and mother and hold fast to his wife and they will become one flesh. So Mm. this kind of signifies that this is now the top priority relationship. Things things of the past have to kind of be left behind. Mm. And now this is going to be the one that is put first. God Mm. has really put a stamp of priority on the the relationship of marriage in his word. 
Yeah. yeah, that's so interesting. I mean, it can feel like that's kind of an outdated way of thinking. Yeah, <laughs> but I know um, even Jesus cited this verse, and the mm-hmm. Apostle Paul cited it in Ephesians as well. So, mm-hmm. you know, how do we get over that feeling like you know this marriage being this central relationship? How do we get over feeling like that's such an outdated concept, and you know we shouldn't have to invest that much in our marriage? It's it's easy to think that way, mm-hmm. right? The world right. can kind of steer us down that path. Yeah. Um, but I can just say from uh, doing it God's way, yeah, prioritizing the relationship as He says in His Word, mm-hmm. it it has effects on the relationship that are are huge. Wow. Um, it actually will strengthen the relationship. It's mm-hmm. going to grow the relationship. Right. Whereas if we follow the world's path, yeah, we've seen where that's led. We see where the divorce rate is and things like that. And so I just, I think when we follow what God wants us to do and how he wants us to do it in whatever facet of life, but especially marriage, that we're going to benefit. We're going to be blessed out of that obedience. So good. You know, and uh, without getting into any details or things, I might think, well, that's probably easy for you because you've probably never had any difficulties mm-hmm. or problems in your marriage. And, you know, if you knew me or my friend here, uh, we've had problems and so it's not that easy. Um, how would you respond to that? Um, I could say that, no, my marriage is not perfect, as mm-hmm. most marriages are not perfect. Right. There's not one. And there's always going to be times when it is difficult, mm. but that's when this comes into play the most. Yeah. Because if it's easy, yeah. that part is easy. It's mm. easy to prioritize someone who is fulfilling you, mm. right? Is filling your cup. Right. But when that is lacking, yeah. that's when it becomes difficult. That's when it becomes intentional. Wow. And when you have to actually put forth some real effort. Yeah. Um, and that's what... God calls us to do as wives yeah. and, and husbands likewise. Right. Um, we're to love as an action. It's mm-hmm. not necessarily following our feelings because mm-hmm. uh, we know where those can lead. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, that's super uh, good. Yeah. Very wise. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that verse that we read and you referenced there um, talking about a man leaving his father and mother and holding fast to his wife. Do you think that we really need to leave our parents in that sense? Doesn't that seem a little bit dramatic? I mean, what if I want to, you know, call my parents every day or, you know, spend the night at my parents' house every weekend or, you know, doesn't that seem kind of harsh to say, leave your parents and, you know, become one flesh with your husband? It may, it may seem harsh, mm-hmm. you know, to, to the to the first time hearing it. But I mean, when we look at the way marriage be, should be, it's a comparison, right? It's not that we are now shunning our parents and right. our, our, our nuclear family that we grew up with. It's right. not that they are dead to us now, yeah. but they've been moved to a secondary place in our life. Mm-hmm. They are still important. We're still called to love them and yeah. even serve them and respect our parents, the yeah. Bible says. But our marriage is now that priority relationship. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it can be hard right. because some people who come from a really close-knit family, yeah. that's hard to leave. Now, others right. may come from a family they can't wait to get out of. Right. <laughs> the marriage yes. relationship yeah. is this amazing destination for right. them. Yeah. But for others, it can be a difficult thing to, to pull away from that. But we even see that in a marriage ceremony when you really think about it. Mm-hmm. When you see a woman walking down the aisle 
with her dad mm-hmm. usually, and he gives her away, right? right? She she steps away from her parents and she goes to be with her now husband. That's kind of that symbolism of mm. leaving right. and holding fast to your husband. Mm. So it's something that we do in ceremonies. We may right. overlook it, right? but it really goes back to what uh, it's saying in Genesis, yeah. that this yeah. is... This is now the priority relationship. This is where our our number one investment should be in as far as human relationships right. go. Oh, that's yeah. so good. You know, but thinking, what if I feel like I'm just closer to my mm-hmm. mom or mm-hmm. my sister or even my brother, like closer to them than to my husband, maybe my family members, my sister, my mom, my dad, mm-hmm. they get me more. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, do I really, you know, have to make some mental effort to taper back on that? Or how would you say I deal with that? I I mean, I would say that, yeah, it's going to take, again, intentionality where Mm. you used to run to mom or sisters or whoever it is for advice or to vent Mm. or whatever it may be. It's going to take that that kind of, okay, I can't do that. I'm going to stop. I'm going to go to my husband instead. Mm. It's an intentional choice to make. I'm going to go to him for this advice first. Does it mean you can't go to you know, you know, tell your mother what's going on or yeah. sisters what's going on, but going to your husband first. Mm. I mean, if he's going to be your best friend, yeah, yeah, that's true. who you go to first. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you can't say someone is your best friend if you're running to someone else all the time. Yeah, um, and it is a hard step to take because that's a comfort zone. They do know you, especially right. mothers and fathers. They bore you and gave birth to you. <laughs> yes, totally <laughs> raised you. Yeah. Um, but we are called as wives to be our husband's closest relationship. Mm-hmm. And that means we we go to them first. Right. And that our parental and sibling relationships just need to kind of be pushed back a bit. Mm. Um, but it does take intentionality. It yeah. does take that change of mind. I'm right. married now, you know, mm-hmm. and I think it's a step a lot of people don't take all the time. Right. Uh, they kind of keep that one foot in mm-hmm. with their family and then they take that one foot into their marriage. Right. And they think they're, you know, they've got it all, right? Yeah. I've got my yeah. awesome family. I've got my husband now and all is well. But but it what God is calling us to do is truly both feet need to mm. go. They need to go and um and be in that marriage relationship solely. Mm. And our family just needs to kind of, you know, get pushed back a little bit and we can still love them. We can still have relationships with them. We can still still spend holidays with them and call them. Um, but our husband needs to come first. Yeah. 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 Wow. That's challenging. Good though. It is. You know, and you did say best friends mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, but I already have best friends. So what if I want my friends to be my best friends and I want to keep my friends as my best friends? I mean, mm-hmm. how do I deal with that. I can still clearly have friends. So absolutely. uh, Okay. Look like with the friends still having my friends and then my husband being my best friend. Well, we come into a marriage with friendships. Hopefully every woman has at least a best friend, if not a group of friends and friendships are very important, especially Mm. for women. I think we really put more of a priority on friendships than men Mm. typically do. Right. Um, And we can have still our, our best girlfriend but there needs to be that distinction, right? That best girlfriend. Um, but they, again, can't be the one that we're constantly confiding in and and venting to like we would with our parents, like going back to our parents and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, they have to be someone that we, you know, kind of step away from a little bit and prioritize our husband with our with our time mm-hmm. and with uh, whom we confide in. Yeah. And, and a good little litmus test for this is, you know, looking at, you know, 
how much time do you spend with your friends as mm-hmm. far as, you know, girls' nights, coffee mm-hmm. dates, girls' weekends, right. if you count them up over six months and then look at date nights, mm. you know, where, where's the priority lie? Wow. Is, is it only when I have time for date nights that mm-hmm. we have them and you can just fit a friend in any time? Mm-hmm. That's when that's when it's time to kind of take a really deep look and say, you know, am I really putting my marriage first mm. over my friends? Right. Um, but friendships are important. Yeah. And they, we should be looking for friends that are going to help us to edify our marriages, right. to build our marriages up. Mm. There's a lot of friendships out there that can do quite the opposite. Right. Right. You've got friends that when you hit those hard times, like we were talking about, they'll tell you, you know, you deserve better mm. or, you know, maybe you should leave and find your soulmate and, right. and things like that. It's very right. commonplace to hear those phrases spoken. So I personally want friends around me that are not going to tell me that when right. the going gets tough, yes. that they're going to say, stick it out. Yeah. You know, let's pray together. Mm-hmm. Let's, you know, we're going to be praying about this and I'm going to help you through this or whatever it yeah. may be. Right. You know, that's what a true friend yeah. should be. And that's how they can help you in yeah. a marriage and not be something that's competing right. with that marriage relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's super wise. Yeah. So do you think it might even be um, something where we would think through what friends we share certain things with. Absolutely. Okay. I mean, even thinking, you know, do we want to maybe be more transparent with friends that we know are going to give us good godly Mm -hmm. advice rather than just going to, you know, maybe our friend that we're trying to share Christ with and we know that she's not following the Lord. How, How would you advise there? Absolutely. I mean, if you have good, solid Christian friends, those mm-hmm. are the ones you yeah. should be right. going to. Yeah. And and even going back to family, if you don't have a family of believers, mm-hmm. uh, those friendships might be people that you prioritize even over your family when it comes to yeah. going to them for right. that advice. Because you're going to want godly advice. Yeah. You're not going to want any advice of the world. And right. that could slip in so easily. Mm. Um, and uh, can sometimes not be recognized right. fast enough. Yeah. So it's really important that we go to friends that are going to give us that solid advice, that are going to turn us to God's word, they're going to mm. pray with us right. and uh, just truly help us yeah. the way God would want a friend to help us right. and would to support us, especially mm. in a problem with our marriages. Yeah. Oh, that's super yeah. good. Yeah. Well, you know, we've talked about our families, mm. like our parents and maybe siblings and friends, but... I, I mean, I have a hard time. Are you saying that we should prioritize our marriage above even our kids? Yes. Wow. <laughs> I mean, that just seems so different than, you know, what we totally might feel or what we might think. Yeah. yeah. I mean, right. I feel like, you know, the marriage is the marriage, but the kids will always be my kids. Mm-hmm. And, you know, how, how do we get around that one? I mean, if you prioritize your marriage, isn't, it gonna, isn't that going to make your kids feel slighted or like they're getting second best? No, quite the opposite. <laughs> they they benefit so much from seeing mom and dad prioritizing mm. their marriage. Wow. They benefit and especially seeing mom prioritize dad, mm. you know, over them. It may they may initially feel kind of slighted, Mm -hmm. but what they're probably not even aware of is that there's this like barrier of protection that's being built. There is this uh, sense of confidence and security that's being built just by witnessing that in the home. And it benefits them in all different facets of life Wow! just to see mom and dad putting that relationship first. Mm. So it's super important to do it. And Mm -hmm. it just starts with, you know, something as, as small as, you know, when you're having a conversation with your husband mm. and your little one comes up and says, mommy, mommy, 
you don't stop that conversation mm-hmm. for your child. Right. Because if we're talking to daddy, your husband, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you then stop and attend to your child, you're telling that child you are more important than daddy. Wow. And you're not saying those words, right. but your actions are, right. right? Right. And you're telling your husband, yeah. this child's more important than you. Mm. And right. now we've we've flip-flopped hmm. the order of things wow. and the way they're supposed to be. And you know, that's how you get to a child-centered home and wow. things, you know, that's yeah. a whole other topic. But um, it's important for them to see that mom and dad are having a conversation. This is our time and we will attend mm. to you when yeah. we are finished. Yeah. Oh, um, that's, that's, that's hard. That's good. Though. It is hard. That makes sense. But again, it takes, you know, that intention and yeah, know, not giving into that temptation to give into their every need all the time Yeah, because kids are needy. Yeah. They need us yeah. a lot. Yes. Right. Yeah. And so we can fall into that. Oh, well they need so much more. My husband's an adult. Right. I mean, he can, he can he make can himself a himself. sandwich, That's you know? Right. Yes. Yeah. He can get his own water from mm-hmm. the fridge, you know, they can't do any of that. Mm-hmm. So we can fall into that trap of thinking, well, they need me so much that so they need this time right. so much for me. Yeah. Um, but we can't do that. Yeah. It's not good for our marriages because yeah. our kids are in the home temporarily. Right. Wow. And our husband yeah. is there, Lord willing, right. till death to his part. Yeah. Right? Yep. That's yeah. what we said. Yes. <laughs> you know, what if someone's listening and mm-hmm. they are just thinking, you know, I don't want to be my husband's best friend because I don't really even like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, what if they might say, you know, sure, I love him. I'm committed to him, mm-hmm. but I don't like him. Mm-hmm. I mean, what would you suggest? Well, I suggest to do it anyway. Okay. Um, I know it sounds kind yeah. of like brutal, empty, brutal yeah. advice, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. really do it anyway. Okay. And again, it goes back to when we do things God's way, no matter mm. how it grates against our skin or our inner being or mm-hmm. anything, right. when we're doing things God's way, it just doesn't come back void. Mm. He doesn't allow us to walk in obedience and then just leave us hanging. Right. He never does. Mm. And that's not to say that if you put in this effort that your marriage is going to be this fairy tale, right. wonderful thing. Right. Um, but I I can say from personal experience, when I personally have been super intentional about being my husband's best friend, prioritizing mm-hmm. him over other people, mm-hmm. especially my kids, mm-hmm. I see a difference. Mm-hmm. I see a difference in him. I see a difference in our closeness. I I, I can see that God is rewarding those efforts, mm-hmm. wow. and no matter how little they are, mm-hmm. but they are rewards wow. um, well, for being obedient. Yeah. Super encouraging. Well, we are actually out of time. But uh, we're going to continue this conversation and look at some practical ways to prioritize the relationship mm-hmm. in the next two episodes. So I do, you know, I do think my takeaway from all of this is that, you know, it's important. It's God's design that mm-hmm. we make that marriage relationship our priority relationship. And that might mean having to, in a sense, even pull back Mm -hmm. from some of the intimacy and other relationships if we have to, in order to prioritize our marriages. So thank you so much for listening. Please don't forget to subscribe and share this with your friends. If you could like it, even comment on it. And you can always email WF for Women in Faith at compasschurch.org with any questions that you might have or topic suggestions. And Ashley and I look forward to meeting with you again next time. Thank you.